Welcome to the Teacher Transition Podcast, where we celebrate the amazing things former teachers are now doing outside of the classroom. And where teachers who are considering making a move of their own can find the resources, guidance, and support that they need to take their next steps. I'm your host, Allie Parrish, and I'm so glad that you're here. Are you ready to learn all things resume for teachers? In this episode, I am chatting with Angela, who has created some incredible training resources for the teachers in our community, and whose training resources have helped teachers in our community land incredible new opportunities that build on their teaching experience. Angela is a certified professional resume writer. She has also trained a team of resume writers, and she helps teachers like you have incredible resumes that help open the doors for future opportunities. So without waiting any longer, let's jump into this episode with Angela. Angela, I am so glad that we get to chat today about all things resume for teachers. Yes, I'm excited to be here. Great. I'm so glad to have you here. Angela, you have made an incredible training for teachers who are in our community, and I've had so many of them just rave about it and what a difference it makes, that it's one of the most helpful things that they've accessed in our resources. So I really wanted to bring you on the podcast so that you can help everyone who listens to the podcast or watches the YouTube videos so that they can understand, like, why is this so important for teachers and what do they need to be doing anyway? And and the training teaches a lot of the how, but let's go ahead and start with a little bit. Actually, why don't we start a little bit with you if you want to do kind of an intro and help people understand why you're so uh, qualified and certified to be able to help like this. Yeah. So I have been a certified professional resume writer for more than 15 years now. And you know, no little girl dreams of growing up to be a resume writer, (laughs) but it has turned out to be a job that I really, really love. I love working with people who are feeling unsure and stressed out. Job seeking can really tap into all of our fears about, am I going to be successful? Am I good enough? Am I ever going to get a job? Um, Have I done anything worthwhile? And so I love working with people and giving them a document where they think, oh, my gosh, I sound amazing. And I love having that experience myself where I learn about this person is amazing. They have so much to offer and kind of bringing that to life. So we are a team of resume writers that I have trained and we have best practices as far as how to put together your resume based on working with career coaches and recruiters and finding out, okay, what is actually working? What's the feedback people are getting when they send out this resume? And I love just bringing that confidence and clarity so that people feel ready to move forward in their careers. That's so great. What you mentioned about having people go from unsure to feeling really confident, having a great resume can really almost boost a sense of self-worth, you know, to be like, oh, these are the skills that I have. This is how to see that in a non-teacher classroom setting kind of a sense. So, yeah. Yes. And then that really affects how you move forward 
what positions you're willing to go for, how you present yourself. So yeah, I know it's uh, it's a little bit funny to be so passionate about resume writing, but I feel like it really can be life-changing to work with a resume writer and see yourself in that new light and feel confident in the accomplishments and skills that you have. That's so great. Okay. Let's back it up a bit and imagine a teacher who's hearing this and they're Mm -hmm. thinking, wait, it's a resume. I know how to do a (laughs) resume. I just write, I worked here from these years to these years and here's the things that I did. Can you help us see or help anyone understand like the difference between just what people kind of think is here's a basic resume and kind of a transformed resume or something that's optimized to help them? What, What difference has it made for some of the teachers that you've worked with? And yeah, any advice you have? Yeah, I think, you know, for teachers who are going to stay on the classroom teaching path, what you're saying may be somewhat true. You can have a resume that just states, I taught this class at this school, maybe some things about, you know, some committees, special projects, curriculum things. It can be pretty straightforward. Um, Anytime you are wanting to make a step, whether that's a step up in your career, maybe to like a district role or a leadership role, or a step laterally, maybe to a different industry, then your resume needs to do a lot more heavy lifting. And it can't just be descriptive. So let me tell you two sort of like big picture concepts about resumes. And you can think about, you know, do these things apply to me? And if so, that's going to change how you approach your resume presentation. The first one is that a really great resume is not really about you which seems kind of surprising because obviously your resume is all about you. Um, But what a really successful resume is about is how you can meet the needs of the target company. It's not really about the job you want. It's not really what you've done in the past. It's about what you can do in the future for them. And so the way to then approach that is to think about what are the goals and objectives of this target company? And what are the measures of success of my role? So, okay, you were a classroom teacher, you taught sixth grade, let's say. You want to think about what are the measures of success in that role in light of the needs of this target company, whether that's an instructional designer or a district curriculum creator or whatever that might be. So then instead of just describing what you've done as a sixth grade teacher, you're thinking about, um, let me see if I've got some examples here. I created a new learning module that improved student performance on this particular measure, or um, I retooled the curriculum. So it adapted to the needs of our students. Or I overhauled our curriculum so that it could be hybrid and have virtual and in-classroom components, um, integrating with new teaching technologies, things like that. 
if you kind of put on that mindset or that yardstick of what is the company looking for and what are the measures of success that show I can meet those needs, then that's going to really change what kind of content you write in your resume. So yeah, I would say those are kind of two big picture mindsets. It's not about me and it's not about what I've done in the past. It's about what they are looking for. And the measures of success that show that's what I can do moving forward in the future. That's so great. I love how you, you know, how you articulated that it's not about you. It's about the company and what the company needs. I heard from a teacher yesterday who is now reaching out for personalized help and support because she, in communicating with you yesterday, she said, I have now applied at 108 companies or for 108 (laughs) positions. And she's like, that is the literal number. And so I'm so glad that we're getting her support so that she can be a little bit more effective. And so, you know, some questions like, okay, are you hearing back from any companies? But can you tell teachers a little bit about ATS? Yes. Tracking system, because I think the majority, actually, I know that the majority of them have never even heard of this. And so they're taking their resume and throwing it out there to literally hundreds of companies and, and job postings having zero success. And so I want for them to not just work harder, but work smarter yes. to be able to transition successfully. So can you teach them all things ATS and why getting help like this is really imperative for incredibly helpful for this? Yes. When you said 108 applications, ATS is immediately where my mind went. Right now, the reality is that hiring processes are a little chaotic and are taking kind of a long time. And this has to do with all of the organizational changes happening with COVID and changes to the economy and companies are hiring and then changing their plans and everything's just taking a long time. But that said, your resume should be getting you response. You should be getting calls back. You should be getting interviews. So if you're really hearing nothing, then that says, like you like you mentioned, let's get a little bit smarter. Let's get a little bit more strategic. And I would look at ATS and I would look at how closely the resume is matching up with the job that you're applying for. There could be a really fantastic resume, but it's if it's not really synced up with this specific role, then you're probably not gonna get the interview for this specific role. So let's talk about ATS, applicant tracking systems. Imagine you're a company, you post a job and you're gonna get dozens if not hundreds of applications and you want to save your HR team some time. So you get some software system. There's a variety of them. And this software system is going to take sort of a first pass through these resumes. And it is going to immediately trash any resume that it does not think is a reasonable good match. And then the ones that it thinks are a pretty good match, it will pass up to a real human being who will read them more carefully. Look at all these awesome bullet points that you've written, all the accomplishments, measures of success that we discussed. But if you do not get past this initial screener, nobody ever sees your resume. And that's how you end up sending it out again and again and again and hearing nothing. And it is so frustrating. And I get it why companies use it. 
And I get it why it is really frustrating for the job seeker. Yeah. And it's, it's so much work yes. to find a job posting that you like, and then to do all of the little things that they want and then to apply to it. So we really want to help people so that it's effective, not just, you know, going through all the, all the steps and all the hoops and, and so much work, but having it be effective for them. Yes. If people knew that 75% of resumes that are submitted are never even seen by a human because they're filtered out. I know. In some ways it would be like, wait, that's so disheartening. Otherwise, it, it would be like, that's good to know so that we can strategically do these things to have it be effective. And so. Yes. Yes. The good news is there are ways to handle this. So let me tell you. <laughs> Great. Yes, please. Um, those ATS systems, those screener softwares, they do one thing. They match up the keywords from the job post with the keywords from your resume. That's it. And we all know, you know, computers are helpful, but also they're kind of dumb. So you need to make sure that your resume has exactly the word from the job post in your resume. So for example, maybe your resume says collaborating and the job post says collaboration. The ATS system might not match those up. A human being gets it. Those are basically the same thing, but the ATS system will not. Um, even permutations on like instructional design, curriculum development, training and development. There's lots of terms that all are pretty much describing related skills. The ATS system does not know that. So to get your resume past ATS, Every time you send it out, you're going to do what I call resume customization, where you match up your, the terminology, the verbiage in your resume with the keywords in the job post. This is going to get you past ATS. And once you reach a human being, now you are automatically speaking their language, literally, Whatever, I, I had an example recently where um, somebody wasn't getting their resume in for a specific job that they really wanted, they were really well qualified for. They swapped customers for clients. This company didn't have customers, they had clients. They made that swap in their resume, that was enough to boost their ATS score. But then again, think, when you get to that HR person, hiring manager or whatever, they're not having that disconnect where you're talking about, now I can't remember which way it went. You're talking about customers when they talk about partners or clients or students or whatever it might be. So now because you've done this ATS piece, your resume is going to get passed up the line and you're speaking their language. You're already sounding like somebody who fits in their company. That, that is such a great example of that. Just one word making all of the difference. I told the teacher this week who is in our community and getting, getting personalized support. I said, you know, it's kind of weird to not think like a human. I want you to think like yeah. a computer, you know, and, and yeah, working together on some of this. So, but it makes such a big difference. Yes. Uh, speaking of that, for, for those who are listening, I just want to put in a huge plug for yeah, the services that Angela provides with her team and for the training that we have for you in our teacher transition resources that Angela created for resumes. You know, we have teachers who've, who've taken that training and 
in that training, Angela, you know, she'll, she'll show you how to um, take your resume and see how effectively it scores toward the job that you want. And then she shows you how to take it from how it's currently scoring to the score that you need to effectively um, apply to that position, make it past the ATS system, and then really be able to be prepared to interview effectively with that company as far as knowing the lingo and what needs to be said. So we also have teachers who've taken that training and seen seen their resume instantly be changed and improved, seen in the score that they get with the tools you recommend. And then they've reached out to you personally for help and support. And I've loved hearing kind of their testimonials, but basically hearing them share with, with other people in our community of, oh my goodness, I met with her and my resume instantly scored higher. And, you know, and, and now those, those former classroom teachers are now working in some other really cool positions. And so it's just been really awesome to watch their, to see their progress and how helpful it's been for them. So thank you again for that. But can you tell the listeners about those different service packages that we have for working with you? Obviously the training, accessing that is kind of a DIY, you know, here's Mm -hmm. how to do it yourself. But if they're like, look, I just want help. You know, one teacher reached out to me this week and she just said, I'm so sick of looking at my resume. I've tried all this stuff with the words. I don't know if I should be putting things in present tense or past tense or anything like that. And she's like, I just need some help with this. And so, yeah, tell people about the help, the different options that we have. Yeah. 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 We have a few different options so we can try to meet the needs of everyone. But, you know, my takeaway is you do not have to be stuck in this frustrated feeling of your resume not getting results not feeling sure what to do. It is resume writing is kind of a weird, quirky genre because the way a resume is laid out is there to kind of provide a shorthand for the person reading it. They know they scan down here for dates, they scan down here for some verbs, they check here for education. It's kind of laid out in a way that serves them. But if you feel like you're kind of on the outs and don't know these inside tricks, it's really difficult. And also just Knowing how to write about yourself is hard. It's hard to hit the right tone. It's hard to be objective about your own experience. So we love being able to step in and there's information, there are strategies. You don't have to be stuck in this place of feeling unsure and frustrated. So we have three levels. Um, The first one, and Ali, um, correct me if I'm using the wrong terminology of of how we used this, how we set this up on the website. But the first one is we will give you a resume assessment. Um, One of the trained writers on my team will look at your resume and give you some recommendations on what's working, what's not working, what we would suggest that would make it even better and kind of give you a DIY to-do list. So that's the first option. And I think we're calling that the resume assessment. Is that right, Allie? Yep. Perfect. 
And then the second level is a resume refresh where we take what you've got on the page. We make sure it's meeting all of the best practices and standards. It's formatted correctly so that, like I say, a hiring manager is going to be able to find the information they need in the right spot. Um, we correct any sort of errors or kind of mispresentations. We just slick it all up and make it look amazing. And then our third level is where you work one-on-one with one of the writers on my team and you have a phone consultation with them. And this is where I think the magic really happens. They know the right questions to ask you to get the content that's going to make your resume successful. And so they can guide you through that process of, okay, so as a sixth grade teacher, who would like to move into instructional design, tell me about anything that you did having to do with new programs, new curriculum, making tweaks to existing processes, any new projects that you started and help you start to brainstorm that information. And then they turn it into those amazing bullet points. Um, And that's called the resume rewrite. That's excellent. I think our second one, you mentioned resume refresh. Currently we have it titled as resume tailoring, but we can change that to refresh anytime, but basically three levels of, you know, here's, here's your to-do list or resume or the next level up of, let me do some of this for you. And, and then the next level, let's do this together. Let's give you the most comprehensive, effective help possible. So that's great. And we've also uh, more recently added a LinkedIn option to this as well. Do you want to just throw in a little explanation of that as well? Yes. It used to be that a LinkedIn profile was, you know, kind of a nice add-on that you could have along with your resume. It really has become essential to your professional presentation. If you are job searching, they will absolutely be checking you out on LinkedIn the hiring managers, the potential colleagues. And so this is an opportunity for you to shape and control the messaging about you, what it says about you, and sell your qualifications just like you do on your resume. So we really recommend um, updating your LinkedIn profile in conjunction with your resume. And again, this is a scenario where there's some kind of rules and ticks and Uh, tips and tricks about the LinkedIn profile. And we can guide you through how those work and how to get it set up correctly. The ideal is that you've got your LinkedIn profile set up so that it has the keywords that are being searched for by the recruiter who is searching for someone to fill your dream job. And so when that recruiter is searching on LinkedIn, they will find you your LinkedIn profile will pop up and they will contact you for your dream job. That is the ideal. That's what we're going for. That's excellent. That's yeah. So important. And really the two, like you're saying, go hand in hand, someone's resume, someone's LinkedIn profile. And I love how you articulated that you get to own what is said about you. You know, it's similar to, you know, a Facebook profile or an Instagram account. It's like you get to own everything that you put out there on that, Mm -hmm. your image, your description, your experience, you get to tailor it to what you want in your future with how you articulate what you've done with your past. So 
and it's going to make such a big difference in so many ways. So we'll definitely discuss more things LinkedIn in a different episode, but this has been incredibly helpful. Is there anything else that you want to share with the audience about the importance of of resumes or anything about working with you? I know we're going to link to how they can connect with you and get get more help and also that uh, the DIY training yes. for themselves in the show notes. But is there anything else that you'd like to share? Yeah. I mean, if you are here following Allie and using all of her great resources, I already know that you are somebody who is proactive about your career and forward thinking and knows how to find the resources and information that you need. So I would love for you to connect with us at Red Rocket Resume. We're always posting new information, um, giving you updates on changes that we see in the job market or resume best practices, how to leverage LinkedIn. So yeah, definitely check us out. I would love to connect with you and love to hear your questions and challenges as well. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for all the help that you've been providing for everyone and to get the discounted access to Angela and her team. Be sure to check the show notes and link to things there so that you can get it. Okay. Angela, thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you, Allie. Who is your personal mentor? Who is providing you with help, support, and guidance in your personal career path. If you don't already have someone in that role, I would be honored and absolutely love to help and support you. If you are currently teaching and you're not sure of what you can do next, or if you were teaching in the past and you're exploring other routes and options, or if you are a teacher who's close to retirement and you're considering different paths for your future, I would love to be your mentor. In our teacher transition membership, when you become an insider, you get instant access to on-demand resources like the Find Your Next Dream Job course for teachers. This helps you identify what you would love to do next, and it helps you land opportunities doing that. You also get instant access to things like the directory of companies that hire teachers and instant access to the Next Job for Teachers interactive guidebook. It shows you the different company types and roles at those company types where teachers thrive next. It links you to current openings at those companies, as well as resources that help you bridge the gap from where you are to where you want to be with skills and everything you need to become qualified to land those opportunities. You also receive ongoing training on the topics that our insiders in the membership want to know about most, as well as live support in Q&A coaching calls and support sessions. So regardless of where you are, regardless of where you want to go in the future, our membership is here for you. You don't have to try and figure this out all alone. You're going to do it more successfully and more enjoyably by doing this together. To get all of the details, to see some of the resources and to join, go to teachertransition.com forward slash member. You are welcome to be a part of the membership for as short or as long of a time as you'd like. Again, that's teachertransition.com forward slash member. And I look forward to supporting you in your personal path. This episode may have ended, but connecting doesn't have to. Join us on Facebook or Instagram and get the support and inspiration you need in your personal educator path. If you're loving the podcast, 
help us spread the word. Leave a review or screenshot the episode, share it on social media, and be sure to tag us at Teacher Transition. Who knows? We may even feature what you share on our social media feed too. Until next time, teacher friends, be sure to click subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the upcoming episodes. Good luck with the great things you're up to right now and keep looking forward to the amazing things to come. Thank you.